tonight we are going to be uh, in John. So if you can, open up your Bibles to the book of John. We're going to go chapter 18. Uh, if you're here for the first time, what we've been doing the last few weeks is we've really been going through, well, actually, since the time Project Salt started in January, uh, we've been going through a series called I Am, or the Character of Christ. And what we've been doing is we've been looking at the teaching in the book of John, specifically where Jesus speaks. And we figured, you know what? We're starting a church. All right, this is good. Let's go for it. What's the best way to start a church? And we thought, why not go specifically to the teachings of Jesus Christ and the words that he's saying so we can learn a little bit more about his character and, and what that means for us. And so the, the book of John, or uh, yeah, the book of John chapter 18 is where we're starting. I want to give you a little plot to the story for tonight, okay? So here's kind of the plot. I'm going to set it up a little bit, where we're going, all that stuff. So the plot is this. The Jewish leaders have been around Jesus. He's teaching. They're very threatened by him to the point where they're going, you know what? Uh, it's time to off this guy. They're, they're ready to kill Jesus. Uh, they don't have the authority to put him to death. And so they have to kind of aid and, co and come along with the Roman authorities to do this because their rules and all that stuff. And, and where we're going to climax tonight, where we're going to end up is this incredible conversation that Jesus is having with an individual called Pontius Pilate. And this conversation that takes place kind of climax when, when the words come up that says, you say, I am king. So what we're looking at today is I am king. And the part that Jesus, when he says, I am king, what does that mean for you and I? So that's where we're going. Is that all right? Is that good? Okay. Now, I, I wanted it to be a little awkward tonight because I wanted a chair to be there for an illustrative point, really. And I wanted to be able to bring up another chair. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sit down. We're, we're now in a little coffee house. Is that okay? Is that good? Yeah. All right. Thank you. Thank you. What's your name? Danny. I knew that. We're in, a, we're in a coffee house, and this is kind of what I, this is what I kind of want you to think, and this is what I, I kind of want you to kind of go through tonight as we're teaching, is I really want you to think about in a coffee house, and I really want you to think about in this seat right here is Jesus, okay? And the conversation that we're going to have tonight, and the conversation where, when he says, I am king, what does that mean? Like, what, what does that mean to you individually? Don't, don't think of anyone next, your neighbors next to you, but what does that mean to you as you're sitting here and Jesus is sitting right here having a conversation with you? So I, yeah, it doesn't, it, I don't know where you're at relationally with God, but maybe you have a relationship with him. Okay, that's good. You know who he is. Maybe you don't. You're a little confused about who he is. I don't know where you're at, but wherever you're at in this, in this journey of being a Christian is I want you to focus on this right here. Jesus is sitting here, you're sitting here, and you're having a conversation. John chapter 18, let's get into the story a little bit. Jesus has been praying right in the very first verse, okay? We kind of open the story, John chapter 18, verse 1. Jesus has been praying in the olive groves with his disciples. If you know this story, what's, what's about to happen is we're entering into the last hours of this incredible man's life. We've seen all sorts of stuff happen this is the Son of God on earth. His disciples are there. We've seen all these miracles. I mean, walking on water, feeding 10,000 people, raising dudes from the dead. We've seen blind people given their sight. And as disciples, we're in the garden right now with Jesus. You got that? And he's praying. 
as we open up in John chapter 18, verse 1. And then what happens is, to kind of give you the story, is Judas comes in. And if you know anything about this, Judas betrays Jesus. One of his disciples betrays Jesus. And so Judas comes into the picture, and he's bringing Pharisee soldiers and officials. And and what's he doing? He's betraying him. Now, I love this. This verse slapped me this week. Go to verse 6. In chapter 18, verse 6. Actually, it's kind of verse 4. So let's read in verse 4. It says this. Jesus, knowing all that was going to happen to him, went out and asked them. Who did he ask? All of the Pharisees, these these soldiers that were coming in with uh, with weapons and stuff to get them. Jesus went out from the olive grove and asked him this. Whom is it you want? Jesus of Nazareth, they replied in verse 5. Look at this. I am he, Jesus said. Now look, look what happened here in verse 6. When Jesus said, I am he, they drew back and fell to the ground. Have you ever caught that? I don't know how many times I've read through this story. But when he said, I am he, they drew back and they fell to the ground. When was the last time when someone said, I am he? Hi, I'm Aaron. (laughs) Have you ever introduced yourself to someone and they fall back and fall to the ground? Maybe by accident they trip. I don't know. But look at this. If you really look at this and you really think about it, here's these guys that don't really know Jesus. They may have heard him. They may have seen him. They don't have a relationship with him. And when he says, I am he, the power of those words spoken by the Son of God makes them do what? Draw back and fall to the ground. Is that powerful or what? I think about that in our lives. (laughs) Look at this. They didn't even know him, and they found his power. They fell to the ground. I don't know. It hit me this week, so I thought, man, hopefully it hits you. (laughs) Then what happens is after they fall to the ground, I don't really know exactly what's happening at this point, but it just kind of turned a little chaotic. Peter, one of his most passionate disciples, runs up and grabs a sword, and he's like, ah, wah, because they're about to take this Jesus guy away from him, and what's he do? He cuts an ear off one of the high priest's servants. Passionate dude. He's been walking with Jesus. He's been spending his life with Jesus, so when these soldiers come in to take him out, Peter's like, "Uh uh-uh, grabs a sword, cuts the ear off. What does Jesus do? He grabs the ear puts it back on. That's pretty cool. Says, I'm love, I'm peace. Peter, thanks for being passionate. I love that. This very same Peter, if we keep reading, I imagine just hours later, this very same Peter, passionate Peter, ends up denying that he even knows Jesus Christ. We're talking, we're not talking days, we're not talking weeks, we're not talking months and years, we're talking hours later. For those of you that are Christians, say, I know who Jesus is. For those of you that have a relationship with Jesus, is this your story? It's my story. Like, one moment, man, give me the sword. There goes an ear. Yeah. I'm standing up for Jesus. Like, here it is. And then hours later, I succumb to the pressure of the world. I don't stand up when I'm supposed to stand up. 
I make terrible choices. In essence, I deny Jesus. And I deny his power in me and the healing that's there. Peter and I have a pretty similar story. Oh, but he's restored later on. Don't you worry about that. But in this story, look, he ends up denying Jesus three times. Isn't that like us? I want to go through the night real quick because the whole night was...